Welcome back, everybody, for another week. We're going to have more fun than Nancy Pelosi at an open bar. Let's go! (laughs) We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are. Oh we yeah, are yeah. Talk about spoilers. That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's gonna <laughs> shit on something. Tell you what's is. going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got the Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just you're like, why did I do this? I, He's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch this, a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house just <laughs> hauling nothing ass, but underwear. Probably naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. I'm going to have me some fun. What are you going to do when the impeachment th- thing is over? You're not going to have anybody to make fun of anymore. I'll find somebody. All right, good go. I'll find right. somebody. <laughs> you caught me off guard with that one. I know. That's what I try to do every week. What's up, buddy? Nothing, man. Welcome to the war zone. Yeah, no, I mean it does sound like it out there. I got got some neighbors next door putting on uh, a new roof, and I think there's 14 guys up there with nail guns. I mean, in fairness, they are crushing it over there. But when I got out of my truck, I almost had hit the ground because I thought I was in the middle of a shootout. They always do, man. They're these, crushing it. These roofing companies around here, they'll do a roof in a day. Mm-hmm. They show up today and prep it, and tomorrow it's on. I, mean, I didn't I'm know in, if I'm I was in, in Clearwater or Compton. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I had to do a double take. Is this the right street? Yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> oh man, how was your week? Um, it's chugging right along. Yeah, it's yeah. Freaking Thursday and got some uh, friends coming into town this this weekend, starting tomorrow night. So looking forward to that. Amy's known. This is her friend Beth and her husband Jeremy, who I've, we've known a long time. But you always talk about people you've known for a long time, best friends and all that stuff. They literally have known each other since they were in diapers. And they were neighbors. So nice. they were running the streets bare feet in diapers, literally, since they were that age. Ruling that neighborhood. And they've known each other since then. So Tearing it's it's pretty up. cool. Yeah, so we're pretty excited. Awesome. Yeah. Got, so some, it, got some big got some big plans plans made? Yeah, it's gonna be a rough, rough Monday morning, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they all? Because they're a lot of fun. So yeah, we're we're looking forward to that. It'll be fun. Aren't they all? Yes. <sighs> I got something to start off with this week. I knew off, you would. We're going to start off on a high note. Okay, good, because I'm going to continue that up with with another high note. All right. It's all La- positive this week. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you, if, you, if you're listening to this, I want you to go to the Facebook page right now, and I want you to look at the post about the chocolates. Okay? Dove chocolates? Who's on their period? Oh, no, no. It's better than Dove chocolates. What? There is a company that is making chocolates that are shaped like... An asshole. Oh, okay. This was the other. Okay, I was thinking but they're of the not, other one that I saw. But they're not shaped like an asshole. You can have a mold of your anus, and they will make Belgian chocolate-shaped anuses for you to give to somebody. Buttholes. Buttholes. Chocolate anuses. Buttholes. It is literally, uh, and, and you, I haven't shown it to you yet because I didn't want to ruin it. At the break, I'm going to show you this picture. Don't. I, Probably don't need to. My, you, you know, well, you know what they look like. I, well, I mean, I've it's heard stories. Fucking. <laughs> Listen, I have to watch Ohio State once a year. I know what an asshole looks I like. I don't understand what the hell is wrong with people. Hey, man, people out there will pay for anything. 
Anyway, I, I, I saved the article because uh, a guy I know shared it on Facebook, and I, I didn't have a chance to really read it, and I saved it, and I went back. The article is like four lines long. That's it. That's all they can say about this. I'm just, my jaw was open. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Hey, if an actress can make candles scented like her dick warmer, then I guess people will pay for anything. You know what? While we're on it, what is that about? I what what the hell? Seriously? I dude, I I literally I have I have nothing. Uh, I don't even know what to say to that. I don't know. And she sold every one of them. Did she sell them because it's Gwyneth Paltrow? Did she sell them because people want to know what her vagina smells like? Did she sell them? Did they all sell strictly because people are gullible as shit and go, "Oh, I've got something that Gwyneth Paltrow made in my living room." You know what I'd rather you know you know what I would have bought? What? If it was a candle in the mold of her head and it was sent to me in a box just so I could yell what's, what's in, the, in box? the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Now we're talking. Oh. See, that's proper marketing. I I don't get it. I I, I don't 70 know. 70 dollars. On the flip side, for those candles. There's another company out there that is making little candy dicks. And you can literally send it to someone in a bag of dicks and tell them to eat a bag of dicks. Well, I know those I'll buy all day long. That is genius. Those are like the gummy penises that you find from that like bachelor parties. Absolutely That's incredible, genius. right? Yes. That's yes, and they all come with an Ohio State logo on it. <laughs> there you I go. thought that was the Ohio State it, logo. It pretty much is. Nice job. Holy shit! I got to get another one of those. I'm there having to go. reach too far. Nice job. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Okay. Hey, there's my opener. Okay. <laughs> well, in an attempt to keep things all positive this week. Or mostly, because I know there's some dumb shit in the news lately. This story that I heard yesterday morning before I left for work just made me all kinds of happy. You know, I've, everything's all women-related and minority-related, and everyone's got to have their own time to shine and all that stuff. Everybody's anti-everything else. Uh-uh. Because two dads stepped in and saved their kids from wildlife attacks this, this past week. Did you hear about them? No, I did not. Okay. Story number one. I don't know the states, but I know they happened within the same within the same week. Okay. First incident was with a mountain lion that was a you know it it happens every now and then. I know it do, it doesn't end in a fatality often, but this one almost did. In the dad, quick thinking, took the kid's backpack, threw it at the mountain lion. The mountain lion grabbed the backpack, ran up the tree. Dad scoops up his kid, hightails it out, saves his kid. There's actually pictures, if you go online and look, they snap pictures of the mountain lion up in the tree with the kid's backpack. He used quick goat thinking. It was absolutely because he distracted that cat just long enough with that backpack to swoop up his kid and get the hell out of there. What are the chances? Kids. What are the chances if he'd have thrown one of Gwyneth Paltrow's candles at it that it would have distracted the cat? That cat would have ran in fear. <laughs> because like, like a crucifix to a, to a vampire? You'd have had <laughs> one strong pussy smell. Never mind. <laughs> I tried to figure out how to word it, and I yeah. couldn't. <laughs> Again, keeping it positive. Uh, story number two, somewhere else completely unrelated. Uh, the dad's name is Ian O'Reilly, and I actually read this story a little more detailed. He was out with his family. They were out you know, walking around just like we would do if we were to go down to the local nature preserve and go for a hike on a trail. Kids are out, kids young, younger. Doing what we all would do. We wander around. We look and see what's going on. Look for birds or whatever, whatever's else out there. And all of a sudden, the mom starts screaming. And the details of this are pretty close because I, I read about it yesterday and today. 
The dad looks over. A coyote has his child by the throat. Now, normally, you know how that's going to end. Not for Ian O'Reilly. Ian O'Reilly jumped in like Ken fucking Shamrock and just went after that coyote and started wrestling him. Got the kid away, very no injuries, basically, a couple scratches, whatever, but it could have ended horribly. The dad managed to get the coyote off the kid, separate, keep himself in between the coyote and the family, and the coyote started attacking again. So the dad went heads up with this coyote, got him to the ground, and this is the best way that he put I mean, I give his dad a lot of credit. He kept his cool in the interview and all that stuff, and then he said he knew he had to become the aggressor in that situation. It's a wild animal, especially a coyote. They're not nice. No, they're not, especially <laughs> when they're hungry. I mean, um, just ask Liam Neeson. Yeah, no, hey, I mean, unless there's some broken bottles around, then then you're good. Right. Um, so he got the coyote to the ground, and then you know he's you know he's blocking himself with his forearm, which you know that's wildlife 101. If you're getting attacked, use your forearm. It's going to mess you up. But you know he got some scratches and stuff. But he said he was able to get it to the ground, pin it with one leg get his hand around the snout and his other hand around the windpipe, and he was able to, and I quote, expire it. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, he literally choked out and killed a coyote that was going to attack him or, you know, and his kid. I just, it's just awesome because nothing, you know, of course the animal people are pissed off. The coyote got killed, but you know what? Name me one one father or mother in that situation that is not going to do what what every, they have to do. Every one of those people should be put in a ring with a coyote and someone they love, and let the coyote attack hey, that person. If you love the coyote that much, lay down for it. Go absolutely, ahead. I'm cool with that. Yeah, absolutely. But to take those idiots out of the whole equation, because of course there were some comments, but overall that story, I was like, that's a great story. That is awesome. Yeah, nobody rules- was hurt. Kids were saved. Dads were heroes. Good for dads. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah, the rules of fighting a uh, a wild animal like that. I mean, not a bear, you know, or a lion or a tiger, oh, because you're you're done if they f- grab a hold of you. My favorite bear attack story, and again, you'll have to look it up. A guy survived a grizzly attack. Guess how he survived? Played dead. Like you, that's what you always hear, right? They always say if you don't run, just lay down. He'll bat you around and chance. Hopefully, he'll once you're he'll think you're dead and he'll leave you alone. Uh uh-uh. uh not this guy. This guy jammed his entire arm down the bear's throat and choked him. The bear spit up, spit the arm out or did whatever, and then ran away. Nice. And I'm thinking, well, that's pretty sound because if your arm's in there, he can't bite, he can't chew, chew the rest of your body. It, I guess it spooked the bear. It yeah, freaked him out somewhat. I don't know how much force they have. I mean, you don't do that in an alligator because he'll just snap <laughs> your shit off. But No, it's an alligator. The best thing you can do is just bear hug him from the back. But yeah. in a scenario like that... I mean, you always hear, you know, don't run, whatever, just play dead. Not this guy. He fucking shoved his whole arm wow. down his throat. That's crazy. But uh, it appeared Super to be crazy. It appeared it to be genius because lived. it worked, and he lived, and he didn't lose his arm. Yeah, they, they tell you with stuff like that, it's like a knife fight. If you're willing to get cut, you can win. You know what I <laughs> yeah. Mean? I mean, a coyote, a, I mean, that's ballsy to jump in like that, but a coyote is basically, uh, you get that dog. You've got the mass. I mean, fortunately, if it, you know, it, good, it, thank God it wasn't on his or didn't get his kid. Right, and fortunately, it wasn't something like a full-grown wolf because it probably would have ended out ended differently. Yeah, but coyotes can get pretty decent size. I mean, oh, yeah, the, they're not the heftiest of animals, but still, they're yeah, rabid they usually, wild they dogs. Run, they usually run pretty ragged because of the, the pack. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, two, two badass dads. Awesome, great stories. I mean, I'm sure I've. 
fucked up a little bit of the details, but you get the gist of it. Great I, stories, though. I think you nailed it, Mike. I, I mean, I, I, think, I, I know perfect, I did. Perfect. I know I did. Right? <laughs> of course I did. The other positive thing... <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. <laughs> Do you pay attention to this whole royal family news? I, what was I saw today? I quit caring about that in 1776. Fair enough. No. I, call, I, I, I saw someone call it... Execute Order 1776. <laughs> That's funny. Because we sent one in, we got one out, and screwed England again. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I was actually talking to Susan about that the other night, and they, they made a statement the other day where Harry and Meghan aren't, aren't going to be um, receiving any more uh, tax money, I guess, or whatever, uh, grant money, or whatever it is that, they, that, the government, that the government lives off of. I said to her, I said, why, would, you know, why do you think he would do that? And the, the general consensus is, is that he saw what happened to his mom mm-hmm. and the way the press plagued her and everything, and he's like, I just don't want that for my wife. And you know what? Good for him. I mean, would 100%. you... 100%. Would you want to live in that situation, I, honestly? I don't follow any oh, of that bullshit. Sorry, father, I was my hair was out of place at dinner, and I've embarrassed the country. You know, yeah, fuck you. Whatever. I... I don't follow any of that crap. I mean, any like it cracks me up when people make such a big deal about the royal wedding. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? It's just but two, it's just two Brits getting married, basically. When you strip away all that, it's a guy that didn't want his wife and future family to be subjected to all the high profile bullshit you have to deal with over there. The, the and, big deal, the biggest thing about the weddings is that it's a real life Cinderella. Yeah, you, you, no, no, it is. It, it is. It, it is for, for for women. I mean, they 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 love that stuff. It's a and it's a big deal. I mean, I see why they watch it. I, I just can't wrap I'd, my head around. it. I don't know that I'd get up at two a.m. to watch it. But no, it's to it, to me, it's all dumb. Well, we can't we can't wrap our head around it, but they can't wrap their head around why we'd watch Expendables, Expendables two, and Expendables three back to back to back. That's their so. fault. Well, they hey. might say this. They might say the same thing about us. Not like in the royal wedding. Yeah. Prince Harry Arnold or Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. Oh, Prince Harry all day long. That's easy. I guess Prince the other Harry thing they were saying ass. was a lot of people were upset because he he gave up his military title, you know, because it like oh he turned his back on the country. You can't possibly tell me you think that he would actually do anything military-ish. You, you know what I mean? He's like that he's like that ornament on the hood of the Bentley that doesn't really do anything. It's just kind of there. True. And again, to to Strip it all away. It boils down to a guy looking out for his wife and future yeah. family. Good now, for him. If he was the older brother, he never would have done that because he's in line for the throne. But he's got an older brother, right? And the older brother has a son, so he's like legitimately like fourth or fifth or some shit at this point. So yeah, but dude, given the family's driving history, he's not that far out of line, is he? No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> hey, to fair. be fair, his mom wasn't driving that day. Well, she did think it was her, her exit. It was her exit. I know. <laughs> Literally, that's fucked up. It's what we do. That's a true. That's a true history quote, though. Yep, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so keeping it positive yep. like that, we do not talk about this subject very much. But I had to talk about it this week because I was reading the article and I wanted to think. You know what? Who's that one guy? So this week, the Baseball Hall of Fame had their voting to see who was going to get elected to the Hall of Fame this year. Mm-hmm. And as you know. The Baseball Hall of Fame does not do it in the way that the football or the hockey or any of them do it. They have finalists in, in the football, mm-hmm. and then they say, okay, we're gonna, here's the finalists. We're going to vote for you know, such and such, and the top five get in. Well, baseball has people that are eligible, and you vote for people that you think should get in, all the journalists. And if you get a certain percentage of the votes, you're in. 
but there have been years where nobody has gotten inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame because they said nobody's eligible. It's a fucked up process. It's stupid. It's, it's, it's to stupid. me, totally irrelevant. Let me tell you what else is stupider. I want to meet the stupider. one guy, the one guy that did not vote for Derek Jeter to be I in heard, the Baseball I, Hall of I Fame. I heard about this. And, and you know what the answer that I heard that makes the most sense? Just wanted to make a name for himself. I don't know who it is. It'll come out. I can't it, find out it, who it is. Trust me, it will come out. And the reason that person did it, either one is a lifelong Yankee hater, or figured if I'm the one guy that doesn't do that, and I'll stick to my guns on it, when my name comes out, everyone's going to want to talk to me. Do you know? Do you because know, nothing else makes sense. I, it doesn't. Do you There's know how no many, other reason. You know how many people have been unanimous into the Hall of Fame? Baseball? I'm going to guess on, a, on one hand you can count. One. One. Mar- well, I was right. Mariano Rivera. Two years really? ago, 100%. Derek Jeter, 99.3%. And then, and then Larry Walker gets in with like a 76%. He was the only other person that's retired from baseball right now, not in the Hall of Fame, and you gave him a 76%. That's all you guys. First of all, I think every one of those people need to be absolutely booted. Not to sound because, like a homer, but Al Kaline wasn't unanimous? No, exactly. How the fuck is exactly. that possible? Um, how are people like Alan Trammell not in the Hall of Fame? Again, because it's a totally... Garbage. A horrible, horrible process. I am by absolutely no means a Yankees fan. Myself I either. can't stand the fucking Yankees. But if there's anybody that I've ever seen play that's not in the Hall of Fame other than Pete Rose, and I don't give a shit what you say about Pete Rose, what he did has no bearing on how he played the game of baseball. Zero. Was it was it wrong? Yes, it was wrong. Was he punished? Yes, he, yes. But the guy still has, what, 4,600 hits with no steroids? And you know what, the, the, the stance that I have on that, as dumb as it may sound, and I probably would feel the other way, he was betting on his team. It did come out that he bet against his team. Oh, he did? Yeah. Well, fuck off, Pete Rose. He still belongs in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. But, but not being a Yankees fan, if there's any player that I've ever seen play that deserves in the Hall of Fame, it's Derek Jeter. Jeter. Because even his last year, the guy still hit like 280-something mm-hmm. and had and won a Golden Glove. Yeah. In his last year that he played. I don't know who that guy is, but when his name does come out, we should drive to his house and literally put bags of steaming dog shit on fire on his steps. And what, a, what a douche. His name will come out, and that's the reason he did it. Because the attention he's going to get when that name comes out in his, air quotes, leaked... Um, everyone in the world, in, in the sports media world, is going to want to talk to that guy. Unbelievable. I, I still... I'm just... And that's how you make a name for yourself in that business, unfortunately. Whatever. <sighs> There's no reason that you should have a certain number of guys that have not played the game voting. You know Zero. Who, you know who should be voting on the Baseball Hall of Famers each year? Hall of Famers. The, the fucking A right. See? Just like the Heisman Trophy. Guess who votes on the Heisman Trophy? Heisman Trophy winners. Heisman Trophy winners. And a select and few a, of AP yeah. writers or whatever. Anyway. Whoever you are, dude, I hope you listen to this. I hope your penis shrivels up and falls off. Already did. Probably. Because he didn't vote for Jeter. Probably. He's just looking for a payday. That's all it is. And he'll get it, sadly. Has to be, somehow. There's, there's, there's just... Oh. Yeah. Dick. For reals. Whatever. For reals. I agree. What else you got? Um, uh, I got football. I mean, let's get after it. We've Boom. got one week. We, we got one week. We don't have to spend a stinking second on the Pro Bowl because it's garbage. Both, yeah, I agree. Both of those games, the NFC Championship game, the AFC Championship, went the way I thought they would. Yep. I, they, I did not. My, I, my prediction holds true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. 
Well, you know, um, not ne- that it was you know going out on a huge limb or anything like that. Next weekend, um, I'm going to be in Vegas. That's going to be fun. I'm going to be in Vegas for the Super Bowl. Get you big time. Oh no, it's all Susan. <laughs> and still, you're going to be there. Um, I am going to make a couple bets on the Super Bowl because I'm in Vegas. You can do prop bets. Why wouldn't I? I've thought about it, but those are so hard. I think I'm going to put money down on who the MVP is going to be. Kelsey. You know what? It, I think. Well, I think Kansas City is going to win. Uh, I, absolutely. I, I think Kansas City is going to win. I'm sticking with that. San Francisco is so good, but I haven't if seen... If San Francisco wins, I'm not going to be shocked in any way. Me either. But I haven't seen I haven't seen enough from Garoppolo, even though he's a good quarterback. I haven't seen enough from him to say that when they're down by three touchdowns, which is a very possible, which is yep. very possible that he can bring them back. Once but Kansas City gets rolling, man, it's the, the, you, it, so it's many tough weapons. to stop them. I want, um, I want everybody out there who's a Kansas City fan, I want every one of you to write a thank you letter to the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Every one of them. Because I honestly don't know if Kansas City would have been able to beat Baltimore. You giving people homework? I'm giving people homework. It's kind of a dick move on the weekend. Well, you know, you're going to hear this on Monday, so Fair enough. way to start your week off, All right. fuckers. So it's due next <laughs> Thursday. I'm not sure that... I'm not sure that Kansas City could have beat Baltimore. Shit, I, after that game, it looks like Detroit could have beat Baltimore. Yeah, Just saying. T- Tennessee they had the worst they've looked all year. Ten- well, you know what? I, I Somebody said to me, are you scared of Baltimore? And I said, yeah, I'm scared of Baltimore, but Baltimore, is a, they're a very good team, but they've got a gimmick, and they do. They've got a quarterback who's a freak athlete. He's a mm-hmm. good quarterback. He deserves to be the MPP, MVP this year. He's going to win it. He deserves it. 100%. But if you take that away in any way... The team struggles. Mm-hmm. The guy had 500 yards of offense in that game, and they still lost because they could keep him out of the end zone because they didn't let him go vertical. Right. And and he needs a number one wide receiver. If they don't pick a number one wide receiver in the draft, they, they, they got 100%. serious issues. But I said, what is, and I was hoping that New England was going to get there. What does Belichick do better than anybody else? He takes away your best player. Yep. So that's where I was at. I don't know that Kansas City's defense could have done it. I don't, it's, They're playing like, really good, though. But again, as bad as Baltimore looked, it's tough to say. But. Neither here nor there. We've been talking about this the last couple weeks, back and forth on Twitter or on our text with uh, Richard. The quarterback landscape this offseason is going to be nuts. It's going to be interesting for sure. Nuts. We got big names in the NFL that are going to be moving around. List them. Well, um, James Winston. Yep. Ryan, um, Ryan Tannehill. Yep. I do not believe Tannehill stays. You don't think so? No. I, they can't, I, I don't Oof. think they can afford him. I think they trade Mariota. Oh, they're going to get rid of Mariota, but Mariota doesn't cost them anything. Whoever they keep is going to get paid, right. and they have to pay Derrick Henry. Man, that's what it boils down it's to. It's tough to argue getting rid of Tannehill after what he did this year. Well, granted, it wasn't a full year. Yeah, but when he came in, they made it to the championship game. Yeah, I, I you know, but you're, I, really I see where you're going with that. But see, here's the thing: the way the NFL works is somebody else. Washington Redskins is going to go. Oh my God, Ryan Tannehill, and he's going to go be on a garbage team. Yeah, he's going to be on a garbage team, and he's not going to be any good anymore. Right. And everybody goes, Oh my God, where'd that come from? Well, it came from the fact that he was in Miami for five years, which is which is absolute trash. (laughs) So Jameis Winston, Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Mm -hmm. Derek Carr, Andy Dalton. Um, Yeah, but but you've said it a thousand times. He'd be great in Tampa. Eh. No, 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 no. I never said he would be great. I'm saying he he could. He has a shot. He he could be great in Cincinnati if he can. No, he can't be. He's fucking trash in Cincinnati. (laughs) 
if you I brought him, I think change of landscape for a player like that gives them an opportunity to redo their career. I'm not saying you put it in stone, he's going to throw 5,000 yards. Uh-uh. Okay. But you give him a better offense to run, which Tampa Bay has a better offense. They do. And you take away no offensive line. Him having to win the game himself, because in Cincinnati, he's not capable of He's not a Patrick Mahomes. He, he's not a great runner. Not he, many people are. He can't turn a game around by himself. He needs to have a better supporting cast. Tampa Bay has that. That's why I think if he came here, he would have a better opportunity to be a very, very good quarterback. It's Tampa, not a given. Tampa has better supporting players, but their offensive line is garbage. Yeah, I, don't I think, just Tannehill will look like if he. I'm sorry, if Dalton came to Tampa, if they went and got him, which I don't think they will. I think they're going to go a different direction. Mm-hmm. They're either they're either going to they're either going to resign Jameis, or they're going to grab they're going to grab a Philip Rivers or somebody like that. Or they're or they're going to draft somebody. Well, the, the interesting thing is Rivers just moved here to Tampa. Yeah, he moved to be closer to family. They said they've been talking about that for a couple of years. But you know what? He could end up in Miami just as easily. But you're you're absolutely just right because that's just a short plane Dalton, right away. Dalton will look like Eli Manning did last year and this year when he was playing because he's got no mobility and on the offensive line. Like Jameis Winston or not, the guy is under pressure like eighty percent of the place. Right. Not not making excuses, just facts. I know what you're saying. Indianapolis is going to be looking for a quarterback. The Raiders are looking for a quarterback. This is going to be which is crazy. Why? What's not to like about Derek Carr? They I, apparently they don't like his skill set and and his doesn't fit the offense. That and he's not consistent enough. And if there's anything about John Gruden, he is consistent. He likes certain kinds of quarterbacks, and he was there when Gruden got there. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I could totally see that happening. Well, Shit, I would take Derek Carr in a second. I, you know what, on a younger team and in the right yep. offense, I mean, he was going to be MVP a couple years ago before he broke his leg. Remember that? Think about this. Take Derek Carr, put him in Cleveland. I don't think Mayfield's going anywhere. Oh, he, he's I, not. Yeah. I'm just saying if Mayfield's not even in the equation. You know where Derek Carr should you go? You take Derek Carr and put him in Cleveland, I think that team's significantly better. Derek Carr would be a lot better. He'd be good in Indianapolis, too. That, too. You know, and, and, and Jacoby Brissett's probably not going to be the starting quarterback for Indy next year. He got, mm-hmm. a, he got a bad rap this year, but you know what? Andrew Luck's coming back. I think Andrew Luck is coming 100%. back, number one. Number two, he had no wide receivers. T.Y. Hilton was out the second half of the season. And it is what it is. Yep. They're It'll be to, an interesting offseason, that's for sure. huge. Huge. Not to mention there's like five quarterbacks that are coming out in the draft that people are talking about. I'm really – I'm kind of really looking forward to that. I'm excited to see Burroughs in Cincinnati. I might actually follow my team again. We'll see. So you said you said something. And ch- Twitter that or chat, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to this, Greg. I say a lot of shit. Well, you're you're doing this one. I remember half of it. If they sign, if the Buccaneers sign Philip Rivers, you're buying a Rivers jersey. No, that was Richard. I said I will follow them all year long. You said you'll buy your first piece of Bucks Bucks gear. That was Richard. That was you. That was Richard. A hundred percent. I'm gonna have to check it out. Hundred percent. I and I I remember him saying that. He goes, I'll buy my first piece of Buccaneers memorabilia or something like that. I said I will watch them all year, just to watch Philip Rivers play. Because I put I him and I, me, I'll pull that shit no, up. I know I'm saying, why did I think you said that? Oh, I don't know because it was a, we, we were throwing comments off left and right. Um, I've told Nick this, I've told Richard this. I think I've talked about it with you. I put Philip Rivers in the same category as, and this is not skill category, but wanting to watch play category: Drew Brees, Brett Favre, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, guys like that. That when take away everything that we love about football, I just want to watch that dude play. Because he's a gamer. He he's that's that's another he's one. He's competitive. He's fiery. He he just doesn't accept 
lo- he hates losing. I mean, I just like watching guys like that play. I agree. And Rivers is right there in that category for me. I hated Rivers coming out of college because why? He was the only quarterback that beat Florida State. Mm-hmm. But man, I I liked watching him play. Yeah, I just and he's you know at the back end of his career, and he's just another. I mean, we're we're at the back end of all these quarterbacks that we grew up watching. Uh, there's a lot of them: Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, fuck Aaron uh, Rodgers, Philip, Ro- Philip Rivers. Um, have you seen the meme where it's Mahomes in the front passenger seat and Kelsey in the back seat, and Rodgers driving, and Mahomes says, "Hey, thanks for driving the Super Bowl," and Rodgers is like, "No problem, I don't have anything else to do." Nice, <laughs> nice. You know, Drew Brees is another one they're talking about. They don't know if he's going to be back in, in New Orleans. He ain't going anywhere. He's going to finish his career in New Orleans. I I think so, but it's going to cost him. I can't see him playing anywhere else. I can't either. But he's Ever. forty. And yeah. he's, he's at the end of his contract, and they don't know if they have the money. And he's still a top-five quarterback. He is. That is crazy. He is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the Super Bowl. I'm watch it right on my couch um, until the, you know, the NFL wises up and puts the Super Bowl on a Saturday, which they never will. I'm done with Super Bowl parties. I'm just going to watch it on my couch and enjoy it. That's kind of our age anyway, isn't it? We don't, I, I'd rather watch no. the game than be at a party. Because if I had if, – if it was – I'm telling you right now, if it was on a Saturday night, 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock – I'd have a Super Bowl party every year because I love that stuff. Would be a lot easier. It makes the games more fun, but the NFL is too stupid to do that. Stupid or arrogant? Stupid, and both. Well, NCAA does it too. They're just flat out. Even their fucking college basketball game championships on Monday. The night NCAA at is just fucking dumb. That's all there is to it. That the, there's no reason you can give me that justifies having a championship game on a Monday night. If you say ratings, you're full of shit because how many more? They think about this: the uh, LSU Clemson, right? We were all excited for that game. Mm-hmm. You know who else was excited for that game that didn't get to watch the whole game? People Kids had to work. Oh yeah, kids. True. Youth football players. Kids got to get up and go to school at the crack ass of dawn on Monday morning. Parents are going to want to deal with a kid staying up till midnight oh, to no, watch a football got, game. They all got the day off. Uh, NCAA called all the schools. Yeah, and got it set up for excused absences. Yeah, that's just like Call of Duty putting out a, an official letter on their website. You can download and sign and take to your boss saying, "Hey, Call of Duty comes out today. You should let them stay away from work in the next." I day. agree. Funny as hell. That's funny, but it's just as valid. It's it's dumb. Put it on a Saturday. You get more. You get higher ratings. You get more people watching it. Kids and younger people that love youth football players, youth fans, get to stay up and watch it. You know, I, I, I agree that the Saturday would work better. I had never thought about the kids aspect, though. Yeah. How many youth football players are there in the country? Like six, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you took away an entire future demographic of your fans by having it on a Monday at a, a 9 o'clock or 8.30, whatever it is. None of them were LSU fans, though, so it worked out. Yeah, that's all right. Or, you're, you're, or you're Penn right. State fans. I would have just liked it to have been able to get together with the guys and had beers and, and That's what wings. I'm saying right there. How many sports bar and restaurant owners do you think would love to have that on a Saturday night? All of them? Pfft. Yeah, all of the above. All of them? So, yeah, NCAA, kiss my ass. But you God know that. what? You know what? If you put that fucking thing on a Saturday night mm-hmm. and you made it a pay-per-view, and I don't mean like a sixty nine ninety five fucking UCF pay-per-view. Ten I mean bucks. like 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Yeah, 10 bucks. Because if there's anything the NCAA needs, more money. Greedy. But still, but still. You'd still get more people that would watch it. Yeah, I don't know. You'd, I think you'd get more people that would pirate it just to, as a middle finger to the NCAA because of how greedy they're known for being. But I, I get your point. But Saturday night is where all of this stuff should be played. Just out of curiosity, why does a UCF title bout on, on a Saturday night start at fucking 12 a.m.? I don't know, Greg. What is the point? Because I got it, and I'll never buy another one again, ever. I- now, granted, it was awesome. 
I had a great time. Uh, we had my niece over who just recently moved back with us to Florida. Hi, Kristen. Um, she's a huge UFC fan. So Hi, she, Kristen. Know, she moved back, went through a lot of bad shit. She's here, back with the family and everything. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get it just for her. We'll hang out. We'll have snacks. Um, you know, and it, it was just, you know, some of the undercards, there was five major fights on the main card. Most of them were really good. And I love McGregor. I mean, who doesn't like to watch McGregor fight? He's like a modern-day Tyson when it comes to he's a to fuck, that level. He's a fucking psycho, but he's good in the ring. To, to that draw level. I mean, everybody knows Conor McGregor. So I'm like, oh, man, this is kind of good. I'm rooting for him because, you know, who doesn't love a comeback? In 40 seconds, he knocked that fucker out so bad. And it's for, any, for all these idiots that say it was fake, look at that dude's face and tell me it's fake. He destroyed that guy in 40 seconds. Destroyed him. And you're not talking about some up-and-comer... B-list fighter. This guy owns the most wins in UFC history. Yeah. The most decorated, most wins. This is the, if you want to go paper on paper, this is the guy in the UFC destroyed him. McGregor didn't even get touched. He came out with that flying kick or whatever that shit was he tried and just destroyed him in 40 seconds. And it wasn't just like he caught him on the button and knocked him out. He ruined his face. His he blood did. everywhere. He, did, he, he ruined he his face. Him. Broke his nose, blood everywhere. And I'm like, holy crap, that was awesome. I'll never buy another one again. Because, yes, why is it starting at midnight? It's so dumb. N- midnight. You want to have all those prelims? That's fine. Start them at 5 o'clock. Yeah. Well, oh, but then poor California, they, don't, they start at 2 for them. You know what? Great. Then they can party afterwards. Fuck California. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I'll, uh, you know what? My pay-per-view story, my, my favorite pay-per-view story of my life, uh, I was in high school. Please say Michael Spinks and Mike Tyson. Close. 91 seconds. <laughs> Larry Holmes and Mike Tyson. Oh, oof. Tw- 27 seconds or yeah, some shit like it was, that? it was not pretty. True story. My parents had a satellite dish, and it was one of the old satellite dishes that looked like they were trying to talk to NASA. Right. You know, with the big ones. I remember. And uh, I said, hey, Mom, Dad. This weekend, Michael Mike Tyson's fighting, and I was wondering if the guys could come over, and I'll pay for the pay-per-view. $40. Mm-hmm. $40 in 1988 or 89, whatever that was. A lot was. of money. 40 bucks. I'm in high school. That's like half my paycheck. Sure. We're sitting around. We're bullshitting. We're enjoying ourselves. I was like, hey, anybody want some more popcorn for the fight starts? Sure. I go out in the kitchen. I come back. It was over. You missed the whole fight. Whole fight. 20, oh it was like God. It was like 27 seconds. I'm like, I paid $40 and did not see shit. No Ouch. lie. Could not Ouch. believe it. Yeah, I mean, for one, I, I just, you know, I think it was like, be, because I have the ESPN Plus, you know, the membership, the, the uh-huh. Disney and all that stuff, yep. you get it at a discounted rate. I didn't have to pay 90 I paid 64 Still a lot, but, you know, you got a lot of fights. So, I mean, I, I can't poo-poo it too much. I mean, the, you got a ton of fights. But the one fight you wanted to see didn't start till freaking midnight. That's stupid. Yeah, most it, people are drunk and passed out by there's then. There's no reason in the world to have that that late. <laughs> I didn't stay up till midnight to see the ball drop this year. I'm not going to stay up for a UFC fight. Yeah, I think that's lost its luster. It has. Because who, really who cares? Has. You know, you know. I was talking to somebody about that today, and I was like, you know what? My New Year's Eve this year was boring as shit. And they're like, yeah, really? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm at home, and I'm like, ah, oh, look. It's New Year. Still fucking broke. I'm going to bed. I mean, <laughs> what am I, seven? I'm going to celebrate my balls dropping again? Come on. <laughs> Seven. Why? Why? That was an early oh bloomer. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, early. <laughs> so early. early. I'm a go-getter, Greg. You're a go-getter. Nice. <laughs> All right. That's, I mean, that's. I, we may as well take a break now because I'm, I'm worn out. All right. Whew. That was fun. That was fun. 
And I got fun when, when we come back because I got movie news. Oh, oh and, that's right. And a game. Oh, beautiful. I have a, I have a small announcement. Fun. Oh, really? Yeah. Hurry up. Let's, let's take a break. Hello there. Do you like movies but feel overwhelmed by the avalanche of titles available every week in the theaters and on streaming services? Do you struggle with justifying the increasing cost of movies at the theater or whether to pick up another streaming service? Well, I have a resource for you. One Movie Punch. Your movie review podcast for currently playing newly streaming classic and cult movies. One movie per day, every day. We track the theaters, streaming services, and the occasional physical release to find the best movies currently available. We watch every film, then distill it into a short three to five minute review and publish a daily podcast. And now with year two, we've gone spoiler free for all movies within the last three years and bringing on a team of reviewers with brand new perspectives and selections. Want more information? Head over to www.onemoviepunch.com to subscribe to the daily podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at One Movie Punch and Facebook at www.facebook.com slash One Movie Punch. We'll see you there. Woo. All right. It's always nice to go and smoke that big eight ball and then come back and record for another half hour or so. Let's get it. Get it. <laughs> All right, so real quick, uh, we mentioned it last week. We're actually doing it. Uh, we are going to have a contest uh, to vote uh, on the Oscars. And we're going to do 10 categories, or excuse me, nine categories. It's going to be a survey, uh, Survey Monkey, just like when we did the villains. Mm-hmm. The, uh, uh, there's going to be nine categories. There's uh, best picture, you know, best actor and actress, best supporting actor and actress, best director, best cinematography. And I think best animated feature, and then something else. Uh, the marketing angel is going to decide okay. uh, which ones might have been. And then the tenth question that we're allowed to do with the free version is going to be you submitting your uh, your info. So the rules are: you're gonna you're gonna pick what you think. The person who gets the most picks right is going to win. I'm going to understand a Funko Pop. I'm going to pick out a special Funko Pop related to movies, of course. Do you know what it is? No, not yet. Not yet. I, if I don't know, I'm going to keep it a surprise. Okay. Let's see if Bridget can defend her Funko Pop contest title because she was the last one to win. Yeah. Um, all you have to do is go online. We're going to make it available on our Facebook page. I think she's going to make it available through via Twitter and Instagram. I'll f- good. I I'll, I will know for sure and, and make a post. But um, I don't even know when the Oscars are. But I think they're coming up. I think they're the couple, end of January. A couple weeks. Yeah. They're, they're, are they the week after the Super Bowl? I think, I think it's think in they February, are. yeah. So you got plenty of time. Early February. You've got plenty of time. One vote, one one per person. Yeah. Can't, can't do multiple votes. But uh, before the actual act, uh, it actually goes down, we will Mike will figure out which Funko Pop he wants, and we will put a picture of it on the website. I'll make it a good one. I love it. I almost want to just make it a Ricky Gervais one. I will try <laughs> to... <laughs> That dude is a legend. He is, I don't right? care what anybody says. If you get Ricky Gervais to host the Oscars, I'm in 100%. I would have tickets for that. If it's not Ricky Gervais, I'm not watching. Ever. Uh, who, who is the host this year? Don't know. Don't care. There isn't a host. Remember? After the whole Kevin Hart debacle, they're going to have multiple... Debacle. Hosts. Debacle. Something that somebody said 20 years ago is yeah. a debacle. Well, fuck off, Oscars. Agreed. I'm swearing a lot this week. I gotta, we got to get a swear jar. No, because I I'm already Go broke, broke, dude. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I gotta, course, say, I gotta course, save up be, for that Funko Pop. That'd be great for the troops over there, wouldn't it? They yeah, got 35 right? percent of that. Yeah, I'm sending some Raymond noodles. 18, 18 million dollars they'd have by the mm-hmm. end of the month. How about some movie news? I love movie news, Mike. This is my new my new favorite thing to research every week, and I'm going to start off with a big one. J.J. Abrams. We all know what he does for franchises, right? 
Oh, yeah. He pretty much puts the defibrillator on it, restarts it, and makes it the greatest thing ever again <laughs> after yeah. being dead dead and dormant. Well, it, I mean, this isn't really news, but it was well out there. He signed a $500 million deal with Warner Brothers. Well, guess what J.J.'s next project is? Oh, shit. DC Justice League Dark, including Swamp Thing, Constantine. It's literally, it's going to be a darker Justice League which is going to be amazing. Yes. So there's uh, there's really no details on it. There, it's it's just that his deal included with Warner Media, movies, television, and games. Please give us some some more good games because outside of the Arkham series, you really can't say there's too many good comic book no, video games that that are successful yeah. anyway. But um, wow. So so they're basically going to take. So they're basically. It's not going to be the Justice League that we've got in the movies now. He's going to no, do like a darker version, almost like the version of Avengers that we're going to have coming up because it's going to be kind of supernatural. Like B, B B sides. Uh, Constantine. Not B sides, but it, it's a darker supernatural Constantine version of it. You know yeah. that movie was better than it got credit for. So was the TV show that they canceled on NBC, but then it went straight over to CW, and now everyone loves Constantine again because the guy that plays him is awesome. Yeah. Super, I mean, he's such a dick, but that character is Constantine oh, is was a dick. Yeah, he's not, a fallen angel. He was a little pissed. Yeah, they had an axe to grind, right? But um, and it's J.J. Abrams, so it, it, if the very minimum, it's going to be awesome. You got to you got to put him. I don't think you can put him on a Feige level yet, but you he's gotta, damn close. You got to put him in the upper echelon. I think you could put him at a one B underneath Feige. Okay, who we'll get to him in a few. I got you. Um, another one, staying with the f- f- directors that have made a name for themselves, Taika Waititi, the guy that did Thor Ragnarok. I like him very much. Was approached to do a Star Wars movie. He was. And I'm not on board with that. And okay. for totally irrational reasons, I loved Ragnarok, but I don't want to see a Star Wars like Ragnarok. Not saying it's going to be, just my initial thought was, no, I, I, I want a serious darker Star Wars now that we've moved on from the the saga. Well, that's not Ragnarok's not the only movie he's made now. I know I, I know it's there. but when you hear Watiti's name what comes to mind is Ragnarok. Fair or unfair, it's just again, irrational reasoning. I was just like He Bleh. did, you know, he did Jojo Rabbit, which I haven't seen yet, but it's on my list. Yeah. Um that that movie got huge word of mouth. I mean, he you know, Richard hated Ragnarok. It's well documented, but he hates Thor. I see where he's coming from, but I, you know what? I don't know. I, uh, he loves because, Thor. He hates what Marvel did with him. Right, agree, right, in the right movies, Richard. Agreed, yes, yes, right. You're one hundred terribly right. I, underpowered. I, I said it wrong. Just didn't do him justice. Is the best way to put it. But we both enjoyed Ragnarok very much. Hundred percent. It's just so. Diff- what if it's what if it's just like a Star Wars, but it's a different. I just want to see a. <sighs> Like it's not it's not Star Wars like Jedi's it's I don't know like a Rogue One type thing. Then I'm okay with that. I mean I I don't know it would depend on what what he's going to do honestly yeah. because they got me so excited for the Game of Thrones type Star Wars with Knights of Old Republic and the stuff that is coming. That yeah, I want that dark, serious, and not PG. Put it that way. I I, I want to see some gritty Star Wars for real. So I don't know. We'll see. More news to come on that. Yep. Um, Bad Boys 3, went to see it Sunday morning, and holy shit, is that a lot of fun. Had a good week. It was 
awesome. Um, and I've said numerous times, and I'll stand by it, Bad Boys 2 is probably one of my all-time favorite action movies, and this one was even better. Um, one of the only franchises that, for me, that comes to mind that every movie was better than the original. Got you. Proceeding, like, two was better than one, three was better than two, and so forth. If you haven't seen it yet, just know that there is an end credit scene, thanks Marvel, that completely sets up a fourth. And I could not have been more happy. It didn't feel like they were going Fast and the Furious with us, where it's just going to get out of control. It's a very grounded, basic, I'll just say this, revenge plot, because I don't want to spoil anything because it's that good. Well, anybody who's going to see it's already seen it. Yeah, I mean, you would, th- you, you would think <laughs> based weekend. on the numbers that it did. One weekend. Um, no, but it's, it's not a, a crazy, let's just throw in effects for the you know big chase scenes and all the effects just for the sake of doing it. Yeah. It was a very good movie, and you, you'll see when you, when you get around to seeing it. But it does set up a fourth. There's already talks that the fourth one's in, develop, in development with both Martin Lawrence and Will Smith because you can't do it without one or the other or both. Agreed. So there's that. A uh, couple things that got left. Captain Marvel is on set, is on track and ready to go for 2022. And the thing that I'm so sick of hearing, whether it's one thing or another, it's eyeing a woman director. I don't care. Give me a good director. I don't care who, she, he, where they're from, what background. I don't care. Make it a good movie. That's all that should matter. You mean Captain Marvel 2? Captain Marvel 2, yes. And it will take place present day. So after Endgame, it's not going to be a leading up to type movie that they're doing with Black Widow. It'll be current in the MCU. So it'll tie in, hopefully, with the Eternals and the other stuff that's coming out as well. To piggyback off of you real quick, I read an article the other day where they have basically, they know when the next Avengers movie is coming. Yes. Uh, It's looking like 24. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. they are saying sounds about right. They are saying that right now they think that they're pretty sure the two anchors are going to be Spider Man and Captain Marvel. Makes sense because they need Spider Man to replace Tony Stark with his tech tech wizardry, sure. and they need her to be the you know the cosmic power that Thor is. Um, that she is going to be telling them you're going to pay me what all the other lead actors get. And, and I, she should. I, and I'm okay with that. I'm totally. It, I, it, I have I, no problem again, with that. I don't care if you're a woman or a man. If you're the lead of the movie, hey, you, you, it's right. If you're the quarterback, get paid. Absolutely, hundred um, percent. So yeah, that, that's. I mean, th- there's no other details. There's no story. No nothing like that. It just looks like everything's a go, and they're just basically eyeing a, a a director. Just get a good director for frick's sakes. Um, so that's a couple years away. Now back to Kevin Feige. He is considering, allegedly, doing a new Marvel series for network TV. And my thought is, please, God, no, don't. Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was garbage. You basically... The first year it was okay, and after that it went down the, the novelty wore off really quick, because yeah. I'm like, okay, where's all the Marvel characters? D- d- don't dig up the shit that's in the back of the Marvel encyclopedia and try and sell me on it, because that's not what I want to see. I'm okay if you did something like that and you put it on Disney uh, Disney Plus, but it was it was a good show, it's, and you could do cameos with the different. But here's where, in my opinion, where that show was just doomed to fail. They put that show out in the absolute brightest spot of the Avengers fame. Like we were all like addicts waiting for the next Marvel movie. We yep. were in the in the middle of the shit with the Marvel movies. Couldn't get enough. When did that come out? Did that come out? 
It came out that after came out in, uh, be, in be, before Age of Ultron, right? It came out after. I want to say yes, after Age of Ultron, because they mentioned Sokovia a couple times. Because it's been because it was on like five or six years, I think. Mm-hmm. On TV, well, it was shit. It was like seven or eight really? seasons. I think. Yeah, wow. it, it it's been out a while, gotcha. and then. Uh, but it just like yeah, Agent Coulson was in it. Who obviously you know they talked about being dead in the original Avengers movie and blah blah blah. But I just. If you're going to do a Marvel series, you better give me Marvel characters because I'm just not excited about you know, it. You they did. They they took the Marvel name, and they just had regular actors. They didn't want it. They didn't want to do a CGI fest with the. This, they just wanted they money just wise. Wanted, they I, just wanted a reason to put something on TV. I, I get it, but you know, Mandalorian fucked up that whole reasoning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were dropping 13 million episode. Yeah, which is why we only got 40 minute episodes. But I was fine with that. But if you're going to do something like that, I'm okay with that. But if you're just going to throw in characters that do exist, but you have to go look up in the back of an encyclopedia to find out who they are. I, I, yeah, I agree. I saw that they're talking about doing a Miss Marvel um, uh, show for yep. Disney+, Plus. that they're talking about adding it in. Uh, as Because, golly, man, I'm sorry. Words, are, words escape me. Instead, Because they've released the Phase 5 and the four shows that they're doing, they're talking about making this a part of Phase 5. Which is great. Yeah. If you're going to in- include everything, that's awesome. One big woven tail, great. I'm with that, that's awesome. I think Miss Marvel... I See, I thought Miss Marvel... Rich will have to... I'll have to, I'll have to research. I'm not going to say anything. It's a different character, but yeah. Just, you can go ahead and look it up. Uh, last two things. Christian Bale is in talks to join Thor, Love and Thunder. So that's a, yet another actor doing the, both the DC and the Marvel stuff. Awesome actor. It'd be interesting to see how he fits in with that. Hopefully he doesn't do a stupid voice, but I digress. Jane, I love you. <laughs> and then the last thing, which I thought was super cool because, I don't know, I, I know I loved the, the first few movies, but Sam Raimi is looking to do a new Evil Dead movie, and he wants to have Bruce Campbell part of it. You have which to. Which Bruce Campbell said numerous times that he's retired with Ash and after the series and stuff that came out, but... If you're going to do us, and he's intending on doing another sequel, we just don't know to what movie. Please be Army of Darkness because that was the shining star of that whole series. Oh, so good. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. And that's it for movie news. Box office. Basically, me sitting at a computer looking for cool shit to talk about. That's awesome. That's great because there's a couple things in there that I didn't know about actually this week. Yep. That's what I do, Greg. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I'm glad to have you on board. <laughs> Thanks for allowing me uh, to come in. The box office this week: Bad Boys for Life, number one, epic. 60, Go see it. Sixty-two point five million, not bad for mm-hmm. an opening. That's pretty good for a January opening weekend. I think it's the second biggest MLK opening day. I did not look up the first one. I should have. I apologize. Uh, Nineteen seventy comes in at number two. It did twenty-one million this weekend. It's made seventy-six overall. So good. Yeah, I feel like that number's low, man. That number is just. I feel like it's not getting the box office. You know why? Because it's World War One. But. But you know what? And it's a horrible thing to say, but I just think it's part of it. It's it, But it, it's 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 a it's a thriller suspense war movie. Who cares what what war it happened during? I mean, we've all I mean, movies about the Civil War make big money. Mm-hmm. Number 3, Doolittle. I have zero interest in seeing this movie. 21 21.8 million. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just and it's not that it's not that I don't like Robert Downey Jr. because he's not Iron Man. When it, it just, hits Disney it Plus, looks, I'll watch it. Oh, man, I can't even say that right now. I, I mean, I will. I'll wait for you to tell me. Yeah. I'll wait for you to tell me. For sure. Richard says that all the time. I just, mean, just tell me how it is. Couldn't Mike. he just be in, couldn't he just be American? Does he have to be English? No, just everybody hates America. That's true. We deserve it though. We suck. Back to back champs. World I use that against <laughs> I use that on Sunday and they went, 
Oh my god, I never thought about it like that. I'm like, yep. You can thank, you can thank Mike Putnam, patent and pending. Uh huh. Yeah. Patent pending. Patent pending. Kabam. Not Oswald Patton. Not Oswald Patton or Patton Oswald. Or, yep. Or whatever. All right. All right. Yeah, we're, I think so. Ready to play a game? I, Mike, I'm always ready to play. Let's a game get into you, it, sir. Is it, ju- is it just the tip this week? Do we get to play just the tip this week? No, we're next going, week. We're going balls deep on this one. <laughs> so this Sunday, Royal Rumble. Big, big pay-per-view for, obviously, for wrestling. I mean, wrestling seems to be one of those things that people are, uh, I associate it like poison. Everybody was a fan of poison. No one wanted to admit it. You know, in what, the 2000s, everyone's like, yeah, oh, poison. <laughs> oh, I have all their CDs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it no, was just I, one of those things. Wrestling's the same way. I've always said that I, I, I owned poison CDs, but I did not think they were a very good band. My very they first just, concert. Just very catchy, very catchy songs. Um, and you've said it before. Look at Kiss. I mean, if you go right? t- talent for talent-wise, they put on a great show. They did, absolutely correct. And guess what? When you go to it, and I've seen them twice, you have a blast. And this is what I have to say to Kiss, even though I don't care for Kiss. Yep, exactly. Because you played the game well, sir. Yep, and became billionaires doing it, yep. and they put on a fun-ass show. Wrestling's the same way. Uh, I've watched it since I was a little kid. Um, from the very first time that I remember seeing it, thinking, oh, my God, that guy is going to die. And then, of course, my dad, all grumpy and you know, stereotypical, like, oh, shit's stupid, blah, blah, blah. It's all fake. And it, it, when I started watching, I'm like, the fuck does he know? It's not fake. You know, whatever. And then you get the whole, you know, it's all fake stuff, which is all funny. But it's a lot of fun. And, you know, the the new AEW that started, I've been watching it since it started, like, what, three months ago or whatever it was. I know I talk to you I tell you, I rave about it to you guys every week. Um, wrestling's just always been one of those things. It's just fun to watch. And my favorite thing to say is all oh, that stupid fake shit. I would say, like, say you were my dad and you said that. Oh, it's so, all stupid and fake, oh, Mike. Oh, it's all stupid and fake, right? Hey, you like to watch Miami Vice, right? That's all fake. So why do you watch it? Who the fuck do you think you are? How dare you, Who sir? The, you know what? Right? We are done. It's fake, right? It's over. It's all fake, right? So, But that's how I approach it. Gotcha. But whatever. And to me, I'll say, okay, if you can fake falling off a you know a 20-foot cage in, into a table, then sure, sh- show me how to fake it. I was thinking about something the other day and kind of tied into what we have going on here on the show this week. I, I think one of my fondest memories in life is when I was 15, 14, 15, 16, my grandfather was he was in his late 60s and he was the epitome of just this is how life has to be basic you know nothing fancy he was just cuz he grew up structured the, grew up no he grew up in the depression when he right. had nothing mm-hmm. you know they had to hunt for their food the guy he didn't piss money away he he didn't have luxuries but you know what he would come over to our house because we had the satellite dish mm-hmm. and he would watch wrestling and he would sit in that chair and he would just giggle and my grandfather did not laugh at a lot of stuff, but he would he'd laugh when he scared the shit out of the cat. Sure. But he would just giggle. And I think that I ended up I actually stopped watching wrestling, not because I got tired of the storylines and stuff, but I think it became overload and I couldn't keep up. Right. You know what I mean? They had the three and four shows a week like they have now and you had to watch them all or you were lost. And I right. just got to the point where I'm like Yeah, I just trust me. I just you won't get lost these days because it yeah, is just, a lot, lot of it's garbage these yeah. days. But I, I should probably start trying to watch. Uh, I, if I was going to start watching one, I would watch AEW. It's because the, the, 
you Cody know, Cody Rhodes dressed up like Don Johnson. At my in Miami for Bash on the Beach. I'm in. I'm in. And this last week, the show was on a cruise ship. I mean, it was ridiculously fun, and that's why, um, you know, in the in the Flick Chat app that you know that we have with the guys Adam and John up in Detroit, that um, they do a wrestling podcast every Friday. They're big wrestling fans too, and you know, AEW is just so much fun, and that really, I guess, got a lot of people back into it. I mean, I've been watching WWE since I was a kid, but I haven't watched it that hardcore for the past few years, three probably three years now, because it's just sucked ever since Stone Cold left. Um, guys like that that weren't around, the writing just went to shit. It wasn't it wasn't a fun show anymore. Um, but it's a lot of fun. But anyway, so the Royal Rumble's coming up Sunday, so I thought to keep in the theme with it, I'm going to play a little game with you, Greg. Okay, let's play a And game. I know there's probably listeners that are going to listen to this too and have a lot of fun with this game as well. And we're going to say, we're, we're going to play Name That Entrance Music. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Now, listen, I, I know you're not going to nail every one of these, so I, I, I tried most of them. I tried to keep it easy. But, you know, we, we got to go back to, I tried to pick out the, the big, big ones okay. that you would know. So, we're going to start easy on this one. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Come on. I know I'm sexy. I've Is that Macho Man? <laughs> no. Dude, I don't, I, I'm telling you. Are you, you serious? I, hell no. Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay. Sings his own re- his own entrance song. I'm not. That, no, we're not going to say that that's singing. Uh, dude, that's that's fucking Shawn Michaels. How dare you? He's not singing. <laughs> okay. The, you know I'm going to get none of these right. You know that, right? You have to get a couple of these right. Let's see. Um, Again, I probably stopped watching watching wrestling in 1990. In 1990, yeah. some of these you're going you okay, okay, dude. If you don't get this one, you can just get out of your own house. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. I... Is that Stone Cold? Yes, thank God. All right. I was gonna have to tell you. I would have hated to have had to tell you to get out of your own house. <laughs> All right. I know some of these are gonna be a little tough, but they're so popular. Are you ready? Probably one of the best entrances ever. I'll give you a hint. It's a group. A faction in wrestling terms. Is that MWA? No. Not NWA. NWO. No, but you're kind of close. Oh, uh, Triple X. Triple X. Not Generation. See? Hey, you got it. Close enough. Ding, ding, ding. You got it right. There you go. All right, my cousin, um, my cousin James, right now is like, "Oh my God, I know who that is." <laughs> you won't know this one, but I had to play this for reasons anyway. I'm an ass man. <laughs> yeah, I'm an ass man. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's Billy Gunn, the ass man. Oh, Billy Gunn. Badass Billy Gunn. Um, let's see. I mean, let's see. Pretty current. Pretty relevant. Triple X? Triple H. Yes! Good job. See? You know some of these. Um Triple X. No. Not from a movie. One of the most popular in the past 15 years. Is that the rock? No. Oh. 
I'm gonna know it when you say it. You're uh, I, you're right. Uh, I, it's not gonna come to me. John Cena. There it is. How do you? Okay. This one? No, I'm gonna save that for my top five list. <laughs> you had better, for the love of all humanity, get this next one. Had better get this one. Undertaker. Nope. I mean, it takes a little bit for it to kick in. Oh, okay. This one is just flat out historic. Oh, God damn it. I... Richard is listening right now going, How do you not know this? It's not Hulk. No. It's that era, though, right? You're on the right track. Ric Flair? Yes. Good. Look, look at you, bitch. Nice job. There was no no, but that comes afterwards. Oh, I got you. Um, let's see. I'm going to play another. You won't get it, but it's just an awesome entrance. It's sexual, baby. Barry White, one of the best old. nicknames ever. Yeah, right on. No idea. Sexual chocolate, Mark Henry. Sexual chocolate. Has to tie in with those butthole chocolates you were talking about oh. earlier. Yeah. Sexual chocolate. Um, all right, just. Just a you couple might know more. him from the What's Going On episode. Uh, yeah. That's my mama. <laughs> um, let's see. Was, when it came out, one of my favorite entrances. Legend. Still going today. John Legend? No. No, his tag team faded out. It's Chris Jericho. Okay. Current heavyweight champion of AEW. And freaking hilarious every single week. Um, I'm so proud of you for getting Ric Flair, though. I would have shut this whole shit down if you didn't get it. All right. couple more. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Olympic gold medalist. Wrestled with a broken freaking neck in the Olympics. I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Kurt Angle. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> you won't get it, but again, hilarious. Come get on the train. Come get on the whole train, Greg. <laughs> I don't know that. It's the Godfather. You come out with a whole bunch of hoes just dancing. Get on the whole train. All right. Now this one. This one's going out for the impeachment. When Trump comes in the room, this is what plays. Come on. When you hear the lyrics, you'll know. Picture Trump walking in the room. It's going Vince McMahon. Oh, okay. No chance. No chance. So yeah, it's fun to listen to all those because when you hear them all, like, oh God, I remember those. They were so popular. And again, especially wrestlers these days, they're known by their entrances. Yeah, they are. The the, the big, big ones anyway. So so yeah, you didn't do horrible. Eh. But then again, I, you stopped watching when? I would say the last time that I watched wrestling regularly was probably 1990. Because when I, when I left home and went into service, oh, okay. I went a year where I didn't have cable. At all, because where I lived and the barracks and stuff didn't have cable. All right, you get a pass. Thanks. All right, you're no problem. 
if it helps, if it helps, I think you're going to enjoy my list of my top five wrestlers this week. I hope so, because I, ha- I, ha- I'll tell you what. To date, in how what forty four episodes? Mm-hmm. What are we in? Forty four. This is forty five. Forty forty five. This was probably one of the hardest lists that I've had to work on. There's a mine. This was mine tough. was hard too because there's a lot of guys that I enjoyed, but I can't say that they were like my favorite. You know I, what I mean? Uh, yeah, the, this was a very very tough list that I have four honorable mentions on there for sure. So you ready to get after it? I would like to start out yes by saying one of the things that I used to love about wrestling was I I loved the show that they had on Friday nights. And Main event? Think, yeah, but not no, at 8 o'clock. No, Saturday nights. Not at 8 o'clock. I mean the one that was on at like 11.30, 12 o'clock at night. It was on with Friday night videos. Okay. I think they did Friday night videos and then they do the special because I would get up in the morning having recorded that mm-hmm. back when you had to program your VCR. Oh, God, what a task that right. was. And, and I would watch cartoons and wrestling and it was great. And it wasn't a main event thing to where you had all these incredible wrestlers. I mean, it wasn't like Hulk Hogan was hardly ever on it. You know, Mr. T wasn't right. people like that. But you got to see these new acts and some of the lower tiered acts, like Iron Sheik was on there a lot, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I, that was one of my favorite things ever about wrestling. That and going to the Strawberry Festival every year to see Championship Wrestling from Florida have the, the Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. And I think that I went with James and his dad and my dad, my grandfather. I think we went on that like. Five or six times, and the guy I wanted to win never won. I was always so pissed. That's that's cl- that's classic old school wrestling. Right? Just, Absolutely, just your your good guy always lost. Yeah, and that's for, what made for, you so pissed. <sighs> and that's what made you watch because in the hopes that your good guy was going to get the revenge and beat the shit out of the bad guy. Uh, yeah, that's well, just, that's true. that's wrestling one on one. Well, it's fake. You have to drive it. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, it, yeah, no shit. Um, I'll go first. Since, yeah, you go first. Clear, dear, near and dear to your heart. Because I have music for all my five. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw these guys was on that show that I'm t- just talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was in awe because they did things in the ring that nobody else I'd ever seen do. And that was the British Bulldogs. Oh, David Boy Smith. Do you remember the way that they used to fly around the ring and mm-hmm. jump? And oh my, I was like, holy shit. Wait, is this the Olympics? What is mm-hmm. this? Is, oh, it was, you know, I, and, and I was. Kind of too stupid to recognize it at the time, but they had red, white, and blue on, so I was good with it. Yep. You know, Brit, the, the good old Brits, they were our friends. Davey Boy always had on the uh, Union Jack trunks. Yes, he that did. That matched his boots, his yes. knee pads, his elbow pads, and everything. Yes, he did. Built like a brick shit house. Yeah, those, and that was one thing, too. When you go back to those olden days, mm-hmm. the, the the glory, I call them the glory years. I'm right. sure that they're, they're not. Those guys were not the freaks of nature like you have in wrestling now. No. Those these guys that you have now literally are like, well, I only came in third at Mr. Olympia, so I guess I'll be a wrestler. There's yeah. there's a few that don't fit that mold, and I think that's why they're so popular. Yeah. Um, there's a guy on Monday night on Raw right now, Kevin Owens. Look like straight out of a bar. Yeah. Big old beer gut, but he's doing backflips off the top rope. He he can do all of that stuff, but when you look at him, they're like, you have no business doing that at all. Athletic ever. as shit. Yeah. But. Beer gut and everything, and it's just like people roof because like he has no business doing that. Yeah, I agree. But he can, and it's amazing. And you and you had a few that were freaks of nature, Andre the Giant. Oh yeah, yeah. But he wasn't cut. He was just a monster of a man. Yeah. Even Hulk Hogan was not ripped. Mm-mm. He was just big. He was just a thick. He was, he was a he was a big guy. I mean, when he would when he would flex, you could see a twenty four inch pythons, brother. Hell yeah! But it was, and you watch these guys today, you're like, my god, you were born in a gym, weren't you? Yeah, it's yeah, you're you're right. So going back, just to keep in the theme that you just did, as a kid, 
this was one of the first wrestlers that I got attached to. Like, literally, like, every Saturday, I wanted to wake up and watch WWF Superstars just to see him wrestle. Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Talk about a guy that would fly around the ring. Because that dude, in his leopard tights, in his leopard knee pads, in his black boots... When he would climb up to the top rope and throw up the sign and then just literally jump 15 feet in the air and splash on a guy. But the one moment as a kid for me that was traumatizing, he was on Piper's Pit. And Roddy Piper's interviewing him because he was just the ultimate heel back then. Smacked him upside with a coconut, shattered the coconut, and just knocked him out. And he just beat the holy hell out of Jimmy Snuka on Piper's Pit. And as a kid... I, I mean, I think I literally cried when that happened. I mean, it was, it was trauma. That's before I knew what was going on. How old, how old were you before you acknowledged that wrestling was fake? Honestly, no. And, and that's the thing. I don't remember. I, I know that when um, there was, I think it was 2020. It was one of those late night news shows that was hosted by I think Geraldo was on it. There was another interviewer that had a mustache. He was a total douchebag. High, like a whiny voice. He interviewed, I'll never forget it, uh, Dr. D. David Schultz. Mm-hmm. And that's when the whole wrestling's fake thing started to actually get attention. Right. And he asked him on this show, hey, is wrestling, you know, wrestling fake? And he boxed And he smacked him upside his head. And I, the reason it's, and you, you Google it, he ruptured the guy's eardrum and there was a lawsuit and all this stuff happened because back then they were trying to keep that a secret. People weren't hip to that yet, and you know I remember as a, you know getting a little bit older. My dad got WrestleMania. Uh, it was three, I think, when Hulk slammed Andre, and then that's my dad was you know you know this is all fake, right? This is all bullshit. This is fake. I'll never forget one time Hulk got up on the ropes and was just punching someone in the face. How they get up on the rope? He goes, "He's up on the rope. Why don't you just blow him for God's sakes?" I'm like, "Jesus, uh, Dad, I'm like ten. Settle dad. the fuck down. I'm like ten. Settle down." <laughs> I haven't even gotten to those magazines yet. I I know this derailed us here with the talk. I probably was I probably was sixteen or seventeen, and that's pretty sad to to say that because I, I enjoy I enjoyed it so much watching it. But you know what literally convinced me that it was fake was how there was always something happening that prevented somebody from winning. Right. You know what I mean? Like when you're uh, old enough to start the, yeah, figuring it out. The referee turns around and somebody gets hit with a chair and you're like, the referee right. didn't he see that? He didn't hear that? He didn't Yeah, and yeah. it's in it's just it's just accepted now. Like in nowadays it's it's funny because you know, it, you know, some wrestlers I guess, you know, when you say it's fake, they get all, you know, they take it personal because it's not fake. It's scripted, yes. But these guys are literally like some of the shit these guys do, they could die in the ring. Uh, Permanent, per- just paralyzed for the. Oh, I mean, Stone Stone Cold messed his his what his his back up so um, bad doing a move. Was he, it his back or was it his neck? Broke his neck and yeah. it was from the Undertaker. He gave him a pile driver or the Tombstone pile driver and it, literally it it cracked his vertebrae and you know he was pretty much done at. He still wrestled but he was almost done. Um, but then he retired. He's healthy now, but he's like, why risk it? Yeah. Some of the stuff that these guys do, I mean, they do. They they could die in these rings. And it, no when you watch some of this, player. what's that? No, it's it's the same thing as a football it, player. It's a hundred percent the yeah. same. Yeah, exactly. If if anything, it's worse because these guys are doing this three, four, five nights a week. It, it's it's insane. So yeah, Jimmy Snuka, yeah. number number five. Look at what he did to Mickey Rourke. 
Yeah, no shit. That was such a great movie. It was a good the, movie. That was it a was phenomenal a movie. movie. And very well received by wrestlers. Yes. So that, that's about as accurate of a depiction as you'll ever get. My number four is, I mean, how could he not be on this list? The Rock. Yeah. it's. It, I tried so hard to keep him off there, but, I mean, we'll get to it, but yeah. The reason that he's that low on my list mm-hmm. is because I did not watch wrestling when he was popular. Right. Dude, that was the golden age. Like, I, that I agree was the, with you. when you say glory years, for me, which they call it the attitude era, it'll never be that good again. It'll never get to the heights that, that it will be, that it was then. I didn't watch wrestling, and yet I saw The Rock wrestle. You know what I mean? So that's why I kind of had to put him on this list just because, and look at, look at who he is now. Yeah, I mean, biggest he, movie star on the planet, he, arguably. He's bigger than Hulk Hogan ever dreamed to be. In. I completely agree. For real. Now, the importance of Hulk Hogan is obviously well established, but as far as worldwide, I mean, he's. I think he's past Hulk Hogan in that aspect because of the for entertainment sure. stuff. For sure. Yeah. Hulk didn't do many big budget movies. <laughs> well, he did. A, he did several big budget yeah. movies. They just blew. <laughs> yeah, they were just not good. <laughs> well, but hey, but let's not what? forget he was on the A team. So that. That's right. Let's give him credit. But it, and he was in Rocky Three. It, that was a that was a product of the '80s, though. Yep. The movies that Hulk Hogan was in and he starred in in the '80s were that way because that's what an '80s movie was. The right. movies that Rock the Rock is in now are, you know, they even Ma- just yeah. m- massive franchises. Yeah. He, he doesn't do little indie movies. That's uh, for agreed, sure. Agreed. At all. All right, number four. I saved this music because again, if you don't get this, get out. That was a good movie I heard. Oh, that's Rowdy Roddy. Absolutely, it's Rowdy Piper. When you heard those bag bagpipes, you had I wanted to turn my TV off. One of two, one of two feelings. One, fuck that guy. I want him to get hit by a car. Yep. Because of what he did, again to Superfly Snuka. He was the best bad guy ever. Uh, I mean, uh, again, I'm going back to the I age. I take that back. He's the second best bad guy ever. As the age that I, you know, again where I started watching this every single week and it was such a huge deal. I hated that man. That human being was the devil. When I heard that music, I was like, fuck that guy, but sweet, Roddy's about to wrestle. Yes. Because it was always a good match. And that, I I mean, I don't care, scripted, whatever you want to say, I still think that Roddy Piper looks like one of those guys that could clear a goddamn bar room out if he had to. Probably. That dude was just tough. I remember he got on... um, What's that asshole guy that has a show on HBO um, that hates Mar- everyone? Bill, Bill, Bill Maher. Yeah. Bill Maher was on um, he, on his show. He had Roddy Piper. He had um, a, a three or four other popular wrestlers. And, and the talk came up, and he, again, he made the comment that it was fake and not saying scripted. And he, I mean, Piper snapped. You watch the YouTube video. I've seen it. He basically, basically drops his pants drops and goes, his that pants, scar look fake? Drops his pants and the scar that he had his entire hip replaced from, it's like a two foot long scar. He goes, does that look fake? Does that look fake? And and it was like, I think Roddy's going to beat the shit out of Bill Maher on TV. But yeah. again, and even when he went, and then years later when he got to be a good guy because he was in the later years of his career, again, when those bagpipes hit, Holy shit. It was like The Rock before The Rock. It was. Because everyone went ape shit that Roddy Piper was going to be on. So yeah, Hot Rod, number four. Still, to this day, a wrestling t-shirt that I need to get that I never had. It just says Hot Rod. On the, hot on, Rod. It's just awesome. 
Uh, number three goes back to my childhood, and that is uh, Barry Windham. <sighs> that blonde hair, and he was just a mountain of a man. He was. He looked. He looked like some guy that you'd be driving down the road in eighteen fourteen. Because mm-hmm. because we had cars back then, right? In eighteen fourteen, and you drive down right through the heart of Mississippi, and he was the guy that was just walking down the road with the fishing pole over his shoulder, and he had on a pair of overalls. Yeah, he did. There was nothing spectacular about him with but, a giant dog, right? But God damn, I love to watch that guy wrestle, mm-hmm. and he was the one that I always wanted to win the the battle royale at the Strawberry Festival, and he always got. Hit in the back with a chair when the referee wasn't looking, or yep. somebody pulled his foot and he fell down and they drug him out of the ring. Do you remember his finishing move? I do not. The bulldog. bulldog. He'd put someone in a headlock and run and then just and drop then just his ass drop, to the ground yeah, and drop, I, drive yeah. him right into the mat. Um, I, the one that I really wanted him to win was he went to the Star Wars Festival and it was an over-the-top rope battle royal. That's what the Royal Rumble is Sunday. That thing went like 45 minutes. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my, oh no, he didn't go on the top rope. He's still in. And he's still or lost. when they would go under the middle rope, yeah, or the bottom rope. And I got the chance to meet him up close. And dude, that guy Massive. just has—he was big, but he had scars mm-hmm. all over his face. Well, back then they really had to cut themselves. They, they really did it. You know, they disfigured themselves pretty bad. Yeah, they did. Look at Dusty Rhodes' forehead Oof. before he died. <laughs> Looks like a road map. It, it, yeah, <laughs> it's rough. Bad. Um, number three, I already had his music, music earlier, but it was Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho has been, I swear to God, in the spotlight for it feels like twenty five years, and he's one of the only wrestlers, I guess, that you look at it has reinvented himself. I you can't even keep track of how many times that you know you think he does his run. And then he comes back as a completely reinvented, different character, and he's done it over and over and over. And here he is now helping run AEW, holding their first ever belt. Um, and that company is just going nuts in the ratings. Every week it's beating the WWE's show, the NXT. Mm-hmm. It beats them almost every single week. It's probably lost like once, and that's because they put all their other big stars on the other show to, to beat them. Um, he's just still relevant, and it's he's massive, and he's so goddamn funny. Well, that's who you should have running a wrestling company as a wrestler. It, it, exactly. Mean, even though, even though I'm, even though Vince McMahon is, I'm sure he's a decent guy in real life. He's not the asshole that is on WWE. That's his character. Everybody right. needs to understand that. And I have met Vince McMahon. I've been on his airplane. Yeah, you told they, me that they, story. They were, they were totally, totally cool. I mean, like, like you know, like going next door and said, "Hey, man, can I borrow a cup of sugar?" Yeah, no problem, dog. I'll see you tomorrow. You know, blah blah. I don't. You know, yeah. McMahon is a businessman. He's not. He's not a billionaire on accident. No. He's, yep. Billionaire? Is it gazillionaire? Is yeah. That a real word? It's, uh, but yeah, Jericho is just, if, if you just go to YouTube and you just type in Chris Jericho funny, and it just, it goes over decades, decades of years. There it is. Decades of years. You know, for, for the past 30 years, he's reinvented himself uh, numerous times, and he just comes back better and better and better. Agreed. So, yeah, number three, Jericho. Number two, I mean, how could he not be? It's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. It's I kept Hulk you know off I mean? my list for that reason. So yeah. Well, I had to put him on there because because. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh can't argue. There is somebody that did not make my list that we will talk about afterwards that probably could have been in this spot and shared with him. But I mean Hulk Hogan did for wrestling what a lot of people, you know, what the Beatles did for rock music and you know what I mean? He was just he was the first one. He was the first real 
monster wrestling celebrity. If they there's were, no Hulk Hogan, you don't have wrestling like it is today. I agree. I, I agree. Yeah, it just it just doesn't happen. It's a shame that he turned out to be a racist, but <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> it is what it is. It's, dude fucked up. Yeah, he made paid his price I, for it. I got you. you. You show me one person that hasn't said something in private or with their buddies that they that you know they're not ashamed of or or, or, or or like thank God no one was listening. I mean, yeah. everybody has. I don't care what color you are. He just he got caught saying it, and it's not like he was abusing somebody. He just said it. True. So I mean, whatever. That that's why. But he, I don't put any credence in that shit. I, I don't, I don't look at him differently. He made, he made re- wrestling the worldwide phenomenon. Yep. Not just these little cells that were around the country. It, yeah, it wasn't just like the little territories, like Southern Georgia wrestling or Memphis, right. Right, all those little territories that were so popular. He made it a global thing. That's right. And then ended up in Rocky, Rocky Three, right? Thunderlips. Thunderlips. Thunderlips is here, baby. It's not so fake, is it, Meatball? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, can I get you? Can you get your autograph? The kid really loves you. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. no problem. All right. So number two, again, music. If you don't get this, it's not throwout material, but I'll definitely look at you different. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Nobody, nobody has ever made Pink look so tough. Um. Uh, uh, best there is. Shawn Michaels. Best there was. Best there ever will be. Dude. I sorry. Brett the Brett, Hitman Brett the Hitman Hart. Hart. He's the one who fell. That's his brother. Okay. Owen. That's what I was. I was trying to think of that, but no. Okay. Yeah. When I said Brett Michaels. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Terrible. But it, but it is Brett the Hitman. Hit Brett the Hitman it's Hart. I, I, Brett Hart. Okay. Yes. So I got poisoned and, and it happens. Po- yeah. Yeah. You're gonna Epstein yourself after that one. Um, yeah, when he got when he came on the scene, and then all of a sudden, like I said, no guy has ever come out in pink tights and was such a badass. In some of the matches he had, there was one year, can't remember what Russell if it was WrestleMania or Survivor Series, him and Shawn Michaels had an hour long Iron Man match, sixty minutes. And you know, considering most of these big time matches go 15, 20, if that. sometimes thirty minutes. There's only so much that they, but they did a 60 minute timed match. And it was just like, everyone was like, how are they doing? Like, this is crazy. But uh, yeah, it's, I, Brett was one of those things when I was a kid. I, again, like Snooka was one of the, I'm watching wrestling to wait to see Bret Hart show up. And it was, he it was, he never, was a, he was a phenomenon. Never disappointed, ever. Even when he was somewhat of a bad guy and he, tag for the um, Heart Foundation. Yep. And then when he went to WCW, and that was just a major thing. And then if that's not, if he's not cool enough, he was either a part owner or a part contributor or funding board member or something for a Canadian hockey team called the Calgary Hitmen. Nice. And their colors are trimmed with pink and white, and they have a skull on the front with a hockey stick in the background. It's literally the, the Calgary Hitman is a legitimate hockey team in Canada that he is either had something to do with or they literally it was such a big deal there that they is an homage to him or whatever. But he has, he has a hockey team named after him. Nice hockey team. Hockey. It doesn't get any better. It's awesome. That's why Brett is my number two. Good enough. My number one is probably not who people think it is, but this guy 
entertained the hell out of me every time I saw him. Doink the Clown. Oh, he's the best. Brooklyn Brawler. Brooklyn, no. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. Bam Bam Bigelow. The American Dream. Yeah, I... Just to listen to this clown talk, the way he spoke and the words he would use, and he was like that ignorant cousin that doesn't know how to read that everybody loves. Because Son of a plumber. He's so, because he's so wise. That was his big thing. Son of a plumber. And when he got suspended, air quotes, for a year, and the next week they had the Midnight Rider on, and you could see his fucking hair coming out of the hood, and nobody... W- You're like, why don't they just take the mask off? I don't understand. Oh That's my not God. how it works, Greg. Dusty Rhodes was so awesome to me. He was so awesome. Still to this day, I think you can put him in the top three maybe four, I mean, definitely top three of guys on the mic. When, when he cut a promo... Oh, my God, he was so good. It was, you know, the um, hard... Because that lisp he had, it was a hard time, daddy. <laughs> it was just the way yes. he talked. And you're right, that just big, huge, and huge you, fat guy in trunks. That Fat! And it, fat! And the worst thing Vince McMahon ever did to him, put him in polka dots. Oh, my God, that was so horrible. And he made it I cool as that. hell. Yeah, I remember that. But I, you're like, what the fuck is he wearing? Yeah, oh. exactly. Oh, th- that Midnight Rider thing, though, you know Dusty Rhodes when you he's know on the him. mic. You, you're like, it's, it's him, it's him. <laughs> yeah, it, it's you're, you're right. I mean, and again, l- like you had said, you take a Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, Dusty's probably number one or number two on that on, on that with, with Hulk Hogan. I just, yeah. It's a good pick. Thanks, man. Good pick. Um, spoiler, she's one of my... Uh, honorable mentions. I wanted I wanted him to win the Royal Rumble or the the Battle Royale at the Strawberry Festival one time too, and he did. God, so you got to see him live at the Strawberry Festival. Yeah. That's yeah, that's cool shit. That, this that. was this dude. This was when I was like eleven. So this is like eighty one or eighty two. There was no WWE at the time. Right. It was those little factions. It was all territories. We had we had championship wrestling from Florida with Gordon Soley. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and James always called him goalies, Gordon Soley being head. I don't know why. It just, mm-hmm. it just stuck. But it was on once a week, I want to say seven to eight on Saturday nights, and we stopped what we were doing to watch wrestling. Everybody, right. we'd watch it with my grandfather, Kevin Sullivan, um, Barry Windham, uh, Dusty Rhodes, just all these different guys. And, and there was a bunch of nobodies, too, because it was local wrestling. Yep. But man, it was just, yeah. Legendary. That's a great they pick. Used, they used to do it at the Armory in Lakeland, and they always had a big show every year at the Strawberry Festival. Yep. And it yeah. was a, it was a night. I mean, it was like a WrestleMania, but it was at the Strawberry Festival. Yeah, and it always sold out. It was the biggest thing they had every year. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's and now funny you should say that because now Cody Rhodes, who is his son, is basically one of the founding members of AEW. Right. And you talk about a guy in the mic right now that there's very few, if not anybody, better than him. It's Cody Rhodes, and you know that that WWE treated him like shit. They didn't do you know they did wasted his talent. Which drove him to leave, start this own company with some other popular guys that, you know, Young Bucks and... Um, Shere Khan. The owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, who has more money than Vince. So, yeah. you know, they just got a three-year deal from TNT Extension, so they're not going anywhere, and Good. they're doing phenomenal Good. in the ratings. And above all else, I don't watch Mondays anymore. I don't watch Fridays anymore. Um, I 
now set my clock on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock like I used to back in the day during the Attitude Area of WWF. Well, that's good because you know what that's going to do, and we kind of touched on this before we talked about AEW. That's good because what that's going to do is that's going to make WWE, WWE be better. That's the hope. Iron, iron sharpens iron. So far, it hasn't. Well, so far, iron that's because has... that's because they're still getting ratings, and I think that there's that small, there's that large group of people out there like you know what, I like these guys, I like these wrestlers because I'm invested, right? And and such and such, and they keep watching it, but eventually they're going to be like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, and it's the, the biggest problem that they have, you know what? Because there's a a, pot, a show I listen to pretty much daily It's called Busted Open with Bully Ray from the Dudley Boys. Um, on on Sirius, and the biggest problem he says over and over because he was part of WWE and he's done it all. It's just they don't have wrestlers writing the stories. You've got suits writing the stories, and yeah. they don't know they don't know what works. Whatever. So anyway, agreed. Um, but yeah, it's I'm telling you, AEW is fun, and I watch it every single week at, at Wednesday at eight o'clock, and it is a blast. So I'll have to start DVR. You sh- you should. In the next pay per view that comes up, you need to come over and we'll watch it because that's on a Saturday night. Imagine that premise. I'm in. I don't have to. You don't have to worry about getting up early. It's on a Saturday night or getting home. Have buddies over. Have some snacks. Have some beverages. Boom. Speaking of drinks, let's get to my number one. Okay. I thought I knew who your number one was, but I mean, it just for me didn't get any better. I mean, yes. The Rock, who I have also tied for number one for obvious reasons, but we've already talked about him. So, right. um, during that Attitude Era, when v- Stone Cold hit his absolute peak of popularity, and it was him versus Vince, we didn't miss Monday nights for no, nothing. No, no. And I'll say this: we talked about how Hulk Hogan made wrestling a, 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 a national phenomenon. Right. The Rock and Stone Cold made it a worldwide phenomenon. It was. Again, it was can't miss TV. Absolutely. I went one year to Joe Louis Arena, and it was right in the middle of that whole thing. Stone Cold drove a Zamboni with the Wings logo on it because it was Joe Louis Arena, drove that Zamboni down, crashed it into the ring, climbed the Zamboni, launched himself off of it onto Vince McMahon, beat the shit out of Vince McMahon in the middle of the ring. That's how the show ended. I'm telling you, it sounded like Joe, like the Wings just won a playoff game. That place went apeshit, and it was nuts. It was absolutely crazy. But you know, there was there's so many things they did with him, Stone Cold showing up in the hospital, beating Vince up with a bedpan, and the clang of that thing bouncing off Vince's head <laughs> was the funniest thing I'd ever heard at the time. Uh, where they had an old old modeled, not not the Stingray version Corvette, the other one with the flatter hood when it started to flatten out. I got you. Convertible. And Stone Cold filled it up with a cement truck, filled oh. it with cement. Oh. Um, I know, it's such a waste of a car. Right. The windows were up, so when it filled up, they shattered, and then the cement pours out. Uh, ran over his limo with a monster truck. Literally, you watch Stone Cold get up in the thing. Drove everything on that show that... He, he's a redneck, dude. He drives all that right? shit. Literally got into a monster truck and bashes over Vince's limo. I mean, there was just so much stuff, you never missed it. And he was fucking funny on a microphone. Yes, he was. He wasn't like comedy funny. He was like smart-ass, badass funny. And it was, I'm telling you, even there were times that Amy hates wrestling. She doesn't watch it. But during that era, she'd walk through the room a little slower just to hear what the Rock and Stone Cold had to say. <laughs> and then she would laugh and leave the room. And I'm like, huh, gotcha, bitch. I, yeah. I call you. See, I knew it. <laughs> Deep down, you think it's funny. So yeah, it was uh it, it's it's tough to deny the popularity that Stone Cold and The Rock had Agreed. and made it it made it what it was. It made it so popular which 
sadly enough, is the reason why WWE doesn't make that big of stars anymore because they were bigger than the company. Because look what happened. The Rock left. I was like, where's The Rock going? Well, I'm going to go watch his movies instead. Yeah. Because it's not as fun anymore. And, and it's not. To this day, since those big guys have left, it's not the same. It's a hard personality to replace, man. It is. But I'll tell you what, AEW is doing a damn good job of bringing those personalities every week because nice. Cody is killing it. There's a guy named MJF, best bad guy in the business right now. You fucking hate him. He's just, and you'll see when you start watching it, it's like you just want to punch that guy in the face. He's that good. It's, it, and that's just a credit to their talent. Speaking of bad guys, yeah, there's a guy that's not on our list. Well, there's a guy that my number one honorable mention, if we're going to talk bad guys. Who is it? Razor Ramon. Oh, no. Say hello to the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> With that toothpick? Yes. And he'd throw it in uh, someone's face yeah. every time. Yeah. Um, Fucking love Razor Ramon. Should we, save, should, we, should, we, should we do a bonus episode? Or, no. We've no teased, we've teased, teased wait, hey, we're, we're this deep already. Uh, Ric Flair. I mean, uh, again, Mount Rushmore. I, I didn't want yeah. to put him on there because it's so obvious. See, I hated Ric Flair. Of I course you did. Him. I hated him. I can't believe that Hulk Hogan lost to him again. I mean, seriously, I hated him. Mm -hmm. But when you grow up and you're our age and you look back, God damn. Did you watch the 30 for 30 on ESPN about him? I have not, but phenomenal. It's, in the, it's in the queue. It's absolutely phenomenal. It, it's it's on the app. It's on the ESPN Plus app. Uh, I was told that the Aaron Hernandez thing on Netflix is incredible. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll get around to watching that. Yeah, it just too. looks depressing and horrible. And yeah, uh, but but yeah. yeah, Ric Flair. I mean, just <sighs> on Tell you the what, mic. When you watch that special, to to give you, he didn't even want to wrestle. He didn't even want to do it. But there's a there's a small thing when he's talking about, and they, they it's cool because they do like a cartoon animation of him doing what he's talking about, him training. He put a piece of thread in a door well or in a doorway, just hung it a single piece of thread, and punched at that piece of thread so many times until it didn't move and it looked like he hit it. That's how he he how he helped train himself to do a punch. It, thousands and thousands of punches to get it to where he could get it right close enough to that thread to where it looked like he was going to hit it and pull it back and, and the thread didn't move. It, it's a, it's an incredible series. It's two hours long, and it's incredible. I'll watch it. Legendary drinker. Oh, yeah, and womanizer. Re, it, like Ric Flair, the the wrestler, was Ric Flair the person. He hit on my wife. It, I mean, he's Ric Flair. <laughs> it's Ric Flair. <laughs> right. Like, if it would have happened in public... And and it was like aiming like yeah that's Ric Flair yeah it's okay it's okay dude I got you hey just you give me one of your belts for the night and you know I'll, Amy I'll see you tomorrow <laughs> it's Ric Flair she said she uh she was at a marketing convention and he was there mm -hmm. and she got a picture with him and she did it because of James who, who she knows he he's a huge wrestling fan right so she got a picture of of him and her together and then he signed it to James and everything and she's like yeah and as I'm you know and I'm there and he's like you know you want to go home with me tonight or something he said he said something I can't remember exactly the words and, and I'm like oh my god are you kidding me and she's like he said it to the one before me and the one after me so don't worry about it oh <laughs> he my said god it to every one of them <laughs> still it's Ric Flair absolutely it's like yeah okay can't argue it's right Rick's, it's Rick is is he on your friend's card is he one of the five <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Um, yeah, another one that I had on there was Shawn Michaels. It's just, you know, it you could argue he's just as big as any other guy on the list. Um, again, twenty plus years of being a main event guy. You know, his nickname for God's sake is Mister WrestleMania. Yep, just entertaining as shit. I'll never forget when he was bad, 
when he turned from uh, the Rockers and he super kicked Marty Jannetty through the glass of bar, uh, the uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, his show, The Barbershop, it was just one of those epic turns. Like, <gasps> Sean's a bad guy now. He'd been a good guy for so long. Again, that's when I was young. But right. they all go back and forth eventually. But Have to. Although Cena never did. He was never a bad guy. I bet you he didn't want that image. No, with too too many kids. Yeah. With all the make a wish stuff that he does. Yep. It, it just it, yeah, I, I don't blame him for not doing it. What else you got? I've uh, only got two I've only got two other ones. The only other one I had because we talked about him. Yeah, I mean you, there's the there's the easy ones. I mean we had to we had to talk about Ric Flair. I mean we had to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh Jimmy Hacksaw Dugan. Oh, two just, by four? Just <laughs> Big ass motherfucking redneck up mm-hmm. on the stage with a two by four. You're like, what are you doing up there? Because you yeah. are not an athlete, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Big old gut. Looked like he should be working on a 1964 mm. Ford pickup truck. Waving that American flag all the time on one shoulder and then a two by four on the other. It killed me. Yeah. Just, just uh, how, inter- entertainer how basic? all the way. How basic? It, it, how, I mean, simple. it doesn't get any more basic than that. Simple. A two yeah. by four and American flag. Yeah. And just talk like a dummy. But it was tough as nails. Yeah. Awesome. Loved it. Uh, one that I, I mean, I should have had on my list anyway, but again, I figured he, he would be on yours, is Sting. See, I didn't watch. He was big in WCW, right? He was big I in. I never yes. watched WCW. He Not was, once. at the time, he was the only WCW guy that wouldn't go to WWF. It eventually happened because they bought WCW, but he was the one guy that I'm not going and he never, and which was cool, because like nobody tells Vince no, right? You know what I mean? Like he's back up the Brinks truck. Okay, I'll go. I told him no. He asked me if I wanted a drink. I told him no. I'm on duty. Yeah, I mean it happens, Vince. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You Good want a beer? You. you want a beer? No. Yes. No. Yeah, but wait. No. Yes. No. But that's not fake though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I love saying that. Uh, Sting, just I mean, awesome. You know, he, at first he had on the bright colors, the short platinum blonde hair, yelling "woo" like Ric Flair, a little different. But yeah, and then when he went to the crow look, with, that's, that's with the, the scorpions sting, that's and the, sting that the I baseball bat and the, the, most the trench coat in the rafters. Yeah, freaking awesome. Just, Creepy. Again, can't miss TV. Yeah, watch WCW uh, Nitro every week. I didn't watch it, but just to see Sting and just to see what was going to happen. And I remember how it broke my heart when Hulk went to WCW. That was amazing. It was one of the top five events in wrestling history is when he turned bad to go to the NWO with Nation Hall. You could have a whole episode just on wrestling moments. Yeah, you could. You really could. You could. Um, so I'll never forget that. We did our top ones here. Just yeah. How about the famous wrestler that everybody would know that you hated the most? Hated? Yeah, that you like. I, I. Whether you didn't like his character, you didn't Shit. like his wrestling, or you're like, I just fucking don't like that guy. Not because of the stories within. He was just like, you know what? I don't like him. Honestly, yeah. Vince McMahon. Good enough. And I'll tie that one A and one B. Stephanie McMahon. Every time she talks, I just want to gouge my ears. Just put screwdrivers in my ears. I, again, a credit to how good they are at doing it because you just. You want to see bodily harm happen to them because mm-hmm. their characters are so horrible. Yeah, they're such assholes. Yeah, on the show. Mine was unfortunately, and I don't, I don't have a real reason for it. I just never liked him. Was Sergeant Slaughter? Really? I just didn't. <sighs> because of the fake military thing? No, not even that. Just I just always, dude. He was America versus Iran with the Iron Sheik. No, I know, I know. And the and the it wasn't the story. It was just him. Was it the jaw? Not even that. Was it the jawline? Not even that. It was just. It was just him. There was just something about him because I didn't like the Iron Sheik. 
Uh, oh. And who was the other one? Who was the other? They but the, Hulk versus Iron Sheik was legendary yeah, as well. Yeah, but they had the Russian guy. They had the Iron Sheik and, the, Volkov. and Nikolai Volkov would mm-hmm. always tag up against, um, uh, would always tag team against Sergeant Slaughter. And they were, I can't remember who the other guy was. But I just, there was just something about him. It wasn't his character. It wasn't the way he looked. It was right. just, I'm just looking at him going, I, I just don't, I get it. I don't it, like you. And, and I don't know why. I don't have a reason. Didn't like, like really, his wrestling either because he just he didn't he was too big. That's kind of maybe what it was. He was just boring to watch in the ring. Yeah, that was one of the things that I loved about the British Bulldogs so much. When they showed up, you're like, holy shit, these guys, these guys are like, um, they're like spider monkeys. Wait till you see, uh, to off the another th- brand new thing in AEW, two tag teams, the Young Bucks who helped started this whole thing, and the Lucha Brothers. I could watch those two every single week. It is. It's like four lemurs out there doing shit that no human being has the right to be able That's to do. Awesome. It's every time you watch them go against each other, it's like, oh, what? How are they going to top this? How are they going to? First of all, how did they do that? Because of physics, it's it's incredible to watch whenever so, they get up. Do they wrestle each other? Oh yeah, yeah. And so they've had some ridiculous matches. Does the winner get to wrestle the Mario Brothers? They could. That'd be sweet. They're retired. Ah. It's all about Yoshi now. Oh, fucking little dinosaur! Kirby stole it. Stole all the thunder. That was fun. I know, dude. It's fun. wrestling, dude. We, we don't talk about it, that very much. It's what it's supposed to be. It's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully, everybody liked it. If you didn't, I'm sorry, but I mean, we're trying. Tough shit. Yeah, right. Chair we, shot. We enjoyed it. Chair shot right to the face. <laughs> don't worry, it's fake. <laughs> it only hurt for yeah. a couple of weeks. You won't even feel it. It's yeah. fake. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think that's it. Uh, that's all I got. We're gonna have the Oscar thing up again, again, everybody. Patreon page, please. Patreon page. Every dollar we get, thirty-five percent of it's gonna go to troops overseas. Dollar, dollar bills. Yeah, y'all. yeah, yeah. I know you're just saying that because you want the money. No, that's not true. We got we got bills to pay too. But you know, give us support us and, and help us out here. We'd really, really, really appreciate it. Yeah. As would as would all of our all of our sons and brothers and friends and. Husbands and uncles and all those guys that are overseas. It was living, funny. I, I told I life. told Dylan what we're doing, and he was like, "Oh, you know, th- that's cool, Dad." He goes, "Dad, you know those all those guys are are paid, right? Are fat paid?" Like, I'm like, "I I know, I know, but it's still it's a cool thing to do." It's not, but he but, goes, "No, that's cool, Dad." <laughs> and, and he says that now, and I understand, and I'm not making fun of you, Dylan. No, 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 no. But the I, first time you get deployed, yeah, you'll understand. Yep, but it it was just funny because no, that that's a that, that that's cool, Dad. So go, okay. I'll, never, I'll never forget, man, when I was deployed to Italy, when we were living in those tents, we were bored as shit at night. Bored. Mm-hmm. Just like, uh, you can only play so much hearts and so much spades and so right. much poker, right? My parents sent me Axis and Allies. Oh, the board sh- game. That's a fun game. Dude, three, four o'clock in the morning, we're playing this game. Crushed it. Oh, uh, just, it, mm-hmm. and it was just a care package. You just, here you go. So, My ultimate, like, if, if I could pick anything to happen out of this, was to get, like, a. PlayStation or something over there, and then to play with those guys. Oh, that would be awesome. ridiculous. But you know, hopes and dreams. We got to get a few more Patreon sponsors before we can afford a PlayStation. And then life gives you a chair shot to the back of the head. Right? Bam. <laughs> but and it's, and it, it's Tuesday. But don't worry, it's fake. <laughs> G Bishop seven two at Putty two seven seven three. Top five for fighting.com at top five for fighting. T5FF underscore angel is the marketing angel, the one who puts all of our under unbelievable social media together and and keeps me sane. Please subscribe. It's only five bucks. Yeah. You spend more than that at McDonald's. Yeah, true. And you get it, literally, I figured it out. It's about fifty cents an hour for the for the bonus stuff that we put out. And we're trying to put more stuff out. We're just we're getting we're ramping it up. We're getting there. Um 
and and listen, it's it. literally worth the five bucks alone for the for the for the cards against humanity, and the opening. Yeah, I mean, let's let's be honest. The opening's worth five bucks. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, you get five or four of them a month. Yeah. See. Right. Yeah. All right. There you go. Thanks a lot, guys. See you next week. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How do you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick. in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.